Welcome to the Crank and Surf podcast with Craig Tonks and Miles Nidri. Welcome to episode five of the Crank and Surf podcast. I'm Craig Tonks. Miles Nidri. And we are back. It's been a bit of a break, hasn't it? It has, yeah. <laughs> Both been sick, yeah. winter flus. Definitely had colds, still got the cough. Oh, I know, so if we do cough, uh, we apologise in advance. We don't have a cough mute button, so <laughs> there you go. I'll get the first one going. Yeah. So we're going to start with Celibate Rifles. Damien Lovelock uh, passed away late August. So for a band that formed in 1979 in Northern Beaches in Sydney, they were probably one of the surf punk bands Probably around the sort of head injuries, midnight oil. Sort yeah, of thing. that's about that era for yeah, sure. Yeah, sort of yeah, 78, 79. Sunny Boys came on around about the same time, yeah, late 70s. Just after yeah. Radio Birdman sort of thing. Yep. So he, he passed away. Um, great singer. Have you ever seen him live? A couple of times. Yeah, yeah I saw yeah. him at the Cambridge once with the with the hard ons. Yeah, yeah. Great show. Yeah. No, I've yeah. seen them several times, a couple of times at the uni. Um, actually, one day. They were, they were the, the, the second act. They were the backup act for Machine Gun Play show oh, of, really? all, of all bands. Yeah, yeah, so that was a different a different night night oh, out wow. at the uni bar on the hill. But that would have been cool. It was, yeah. And then I saw the drummer and the guitarist from the Celebrate Rifles backed um, uh, Dennis Tech. They, okay. they were his, his band because he had a solo album yeah. uh, um, in between his Birdman commitments. So I've seen, seen a few of the guys there before. Okay. Yeah, but no... Damien was, uh, was epic for sure. So it's a sad loss. Sad yeah, loss big sure. loss in the music community. So a lot of people would know he one of their songs, Wonderful Life, which is the lead song for the Occumentary. Oh, not Occumentary, for Occy's podcast. Yeah. The yeah. Occast. Mm-hmm. Ock seems to fit into everything, doesn't it? It does, yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, it was the lead song for the Occast for Wonderful Life. But I listened to some rifles this morning because I had to go run into town. Um, if you want to hear some really heavy, like surf punk guitar music, um, The More Things Change by Celebrate Rifles. Yeah. It is just absolute thrashy and it is fantastic. So, I yeah. wonder if any of their songs featured, you know, um, what's his name? Steel, the guy that did all the movies for the, for the Momentum Generation. Taylor, Taylor Steel. Because yep. he had a pretty heavy um, thrash sort of side, soundtrack to his videos. I wonder yeah, if any of the Celebrates. Um, made it onto one of theirs. I might have to Google that. Later. Have, to have a look, that. Yeah, yeah, look that yeah. one up. But sure. um, yeah, great loss. But um, um, Northern Beaches of Sydney, they were a huge band. So yeah, um, yeah definitely a massive loss. But, and Damien uh, was also a big um, football fan, soccer. Soccer, yeah, yeah, the, massive the soccer code, fan. And he was guest presenter on SBS and all the World Cup campaigns he and things was. like that. And yeah, no, it's uh, it's um, yeah, well, taken way too soon. Yeah, he was a boyfriend of Pam Burridge at one stage. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah, if you read her book, it's uh, mm. in the early days when she was uh, a young up-and-comer, but she actually was, um, yeah, they were in a relationship. Wow. So, yeah, big big loss, and mm. he'd be lost by the surfing community as well down there. Yeah. Uh, did you get watch much of Tahiti? Uh, dribs and drabs. I watched... Um, the feed was a bit wonky from my end this year. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if anyone else had no, problems with I it. I did. Um, so I was waking up, you know, seven, oh, six, five, four in the morning sometimes. So I'd, I'd, yeah. I'd tune in because uh, it was it wasn't a funny time. It is, um, yeah. That, yeah. This particular. What one. did you think? Because I I thought day one was just like mushy beach break almost. If you know, it's... I thought, yeah. I thought day one they should never have run day no. one. Um, no. I know this the the forecast. There was some 
macking um, days out there as well. But it seems it's either it's either hundred percent off off the scale, or they just haven't had one of those epic. Yeah, six, the final six day to was twelve good. foot. Yeah, that was final good. day was good. Yeah. They called the trials off because the surf got too big. Mm. But yeah, just that first day was a bit lackluster. Yeah. Yeah, um, obviously, Owen Wright defeated Medina in the final. That yeah, was actually that was, a pretty good final. That was a good final. Yeah. I enjoyed that one. And, and Owen's had, what, three runner-ups Yeah. Um, at, at Chowpoo. So to him to get the breakthrough, I bet he's happy. And he also proposed to his he girlfriend yeah, I saw that. afterwards as well. So yeah. that was a big, a big week for him. Yeah. Massive. So the top five sort of... Top five, the top in the CT men's hasn't really changed too much. Felipe Toledo has gone into number one. Jordy Smith's in number two. Caholi uh, Adino is in number three. Medina's in fourth. And John John's still in fifth. Yeah. Now, apparently he was, did surf choke yeah. after the contest. Did he? Because I, I did see he was Did you see that on, on Insta? Or? I didn't see it on Insta, but I did, mm. no, I did notice he was back in the water. So yeah. on his Instagram, he posted something. Yeah, and obviously there's been no women's contest since we last did a pod. Um, but so Chris and Moore's still in number one, Sally Fitzgibbon's number two, Steph Gilmore's number three, Lakey Peterson's number four, and Carolyn Marks is in fifth. Do the, the women compete at um, Slater's? Um, they four? do. They do, yeah. yeah. So, we'll, so we'll, we'll that'll be before French. Definitely French. be touching on that because that's, that's an interesting topic to talk about. And there's something else we'll talk about on Wave Pools, but we'll. Uh, Excuse me. We'll go into the QS top five. So with with his, I think it was third place in the Abunka Pro, Jace, Jadson Odre goes into number one. So he's almost clinched his CT spot. He, he is 22,500 points or 22,500 points. And they always say you need around 25 mm. to, to clinch. Yeah. So he's pretty well nearly retained his spot because he was way down on the rankings. On, yeah. the, on the CT. Uh, Alex Ribeiro is in second. Miguel Pupa is in number three. Jo- I don't even know. Jordan, it looks like a C-O-U-Z-N-E-T. Yeah, I've got nothing to do with He's in fourth. He's, uh, I think he's French. And Matt Banting's in number five. Yep. He moved back up. He had a good result there. He came in fifth. Cool. And the women, this is where it gets interesting. <clears throat> so we have two of the women in the top fives. QS have actually sealed spots for next year, and that is Bronte McCauley. Good. And making her return with some great end of season results, Sage Erickson. Wow. She has made a massive, because she had a pretty bad start of the year, and mm. then she's just hit hit her straps. Yeah. So they're, they've both got their spots for next year on the CT, and Isabella Nichols is close in third. Cool. <clears throat> so Tatiana Westerweb's in fourth, Carolyn Marks in fifth. So that most of those are already around the CT events, so they'll probably all stay. Yeah. But the Abunka Pro was in was in Spain, I think. Spain. Yeah, yeah. Spain. Yeah. <laughs> Good show prep. <laughs> on fire. Yeah. Um, yeah, Miguel Pupo won over Jake Marshall from the US. But a big one in there that we just spoke about was Morgan Sibley from Rareweather come third. Yeah, it's a fantastic result. Yeah, yeah right huge. Will Weber's board, so shout yep. out to Will and Morgan. Yep. Congratulations, mate. So he jumped 20 places. Up, oh, sorry, he jumped to number 20 on the QS, up 56 places. Wow. So that just shows you how you do well in those oh. events. 
massive sure. jump on yeah. the um, in the rankings. Where did um, Jackson finish? He was <clears> he there. went out in round two. Round two was oh yeah. Uh, I watched that heat. It was he surfed well. I mm. I don't know how he didn't go through, but yeah, it's QS, yeah. so the results can vary. Mm. It should have a hashtag warning. Results may vary. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he did really well. Uh, six and a half thousand <laughs> points to go up. 56 places yeah. is huge. Yeah. Confidence booster. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. no. He did. He was doing pretty well yeah. in the US Open. I think I saw he made, made a he lot was, of heats yeah. there. I can't remember his book. We probably would. We, we did talk about it. We did talk yeah. about that. But um, the boards that he's been riding of late and the, and the clips that um, him and Will have been putting up on, on their, their uh, accounts have been, their boards <coughs> are looking good. So, yeah, Morgan's on. On a tear. Yeah, it'd be interesting. I actually have uh, sent him a message the other day. He's going to try and catch up to do yeah. a pod with us or do an interview, which would be really That'd cool. That would be awesome. Yeah. yeah. And then in the women's, Amura Tazuki from Japan beat Bronte McCauley, which was quite interesting. And the semis, as I said, look, looking for people who are down on rankings and looking for points. So Chelsea Tuak and Macy Callahan lost in the semis, so they got third. So Macy goes up 29 points to number 19. Mm -hmm. Now she needs points for next year's yeah, qualification. Yeah. And uh, Chelsea went up, tw I don't think she went up a lot, but the big run where was Philippa Anderson from Merriweather who got fifth. And so she jumped up 21 places yeah, to Great 22. result for Philippa. She was really good. caught up with her um, with another yeah, topic we'll broach on yep. um, later in the pod um, and uh, she was just about to, days away from flying out so it was, uh, it was a good result good well done yeah so she fifth was a fifth place there was fantastic so just before she went to she did a I don't know it was a week or so in Fiji mm. as well at cloud break wow so a good place to tune up for a contest <laughs> I wouldn't mind it yeah so she did really well and Okay, looking at a segment that we normally do, which is Matt Banting watch. Mm -hmm. So Matt Banting came fifth in the Abunka Pro. So he's on a he's on a tear as well because his worst result all year was a twenty fifth, mm -hmm. and that's like your throwaway. Yeah. But I was looking on Instagram this morning doing my Matt Banting watch uh, research, and there's a thing called the Lost Tapes, which is on Vimeo, Vimeo or yeah Vimeo yeah Vimeo yeah. yeah so it's on that. Um, Got some great clips, some really good surfing, mm. especially one with a pot of dolphins, which is pretty cool. cool. So he, Matt Banting Watch, he is fifth on the QS. That's great. Yeah. So he's just plugging away at locking down yeah. that spot. Yeah. He can hold it, hold his spot in the top 10, but in the top five, he's pretty much, yeah, it'd take a pretty dramatic um, turn of events for him not to, not, not to get Yeah, there. yeah, he yeah. seems to be putting it all together at yeah. the right time. Yeah. So Hawaii would be big for him. Especially yeah. the QS over there, the the US Open, oh, not the US Open, the um, got the Triple Crown, Sunset, yeah, Ali Eva, yeah, there's two ten thousands and a six thousand from memory, yeah, which is pretty huge. Mm. But our next event for the CT is Le Mans, the Freshwater Pro, which is Kelly Surf Ranch. Mm -hmm. It's always interesting. So this is now half the people love it, half the people hate it. So, it's a divider. It is, isn't it? It's, it's very like decisive. Brexit. It is Brexit. It is Brexit. It divides the, the population along along a line. <laughs> it does, and we can't get anyone to agree on it. More so than the majority. Good things. Yeah. Uh, good things for it. Okay. Consistent wave for each competitor. Yep. Now I've noticed in the clips that are coming out over the last week or two, it looks bigger. 
Yeah. Um, that's a, it, it, the thing is, that, like a few of the people that I know that have that have surfed it, yeah. always say it doesn't look um, as big on the videos. Yeah. It's actually taller than it looks. Um, MR especially, he, and I've spoken to him because he surfed a couple of times. He said way more powerful than it looks, way yeah. more tricky to surf than it looks, and it's bigger than it looks. Yeah, if you videos. don't line that yeah. barrel section up, yeah. when you come out of a turn, line that yeah. barrel section up, you're going to get absolutely nailed. Yeah. But the clip I watched this morning, um, it looks probably about a foot bigger. Possibly, yeah. Well, maybe they've cranked the, the power of the, mm. of the, the, the sled driver up. Um, Possible. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, one thing one thing about the wave pool. So, so you're watching a contest, CT, and there can be no waves for 10 minutes, 15 minutes. You know, they do the heat restart after 10. Yep. You can sit there, 15 minutes, no waves. At least with the wave pool, you know at X amount of time there's going to be a wave. Yep. There's going to be a wave. So they're the good things, I guess. Mm-hmm. The I'm sure there's other positives as well, like crowd. Yeah, you can run the crowd all along the side. Mm-hmm. It's a good, a good event for fans. Yeah, so that's a good thing, I suppose. And again, they can actually charge ticket prices to get in, which they do, like a three-day package. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, you can. I wonder, get, I wonder if that package gets you a, a wave or two in there. I know that. Geez, I wish it did. because oh, um, <coughs> I think everyone, everyone's, everyone's dreamed to have a go. Um, I actually, I'm a big fan of this of this event. I wouldn't mm. like to see a whole tour set up in pools, no. but this particular event, especially with the, the left and the right, um, combines both elements of backhand and forehand for yeah. each each surfer. Everybody's guaranteed two waves per heat yep. or per per per, their, per the heat. See, it's not the. It, I guess it takes the element of the ocean out of the the mix. Takes the inconsistencies of the ocean. True. Takes the wave selection out of the because you know the waves coming. You know the thing is. Yeah, yeah. So I might have touched on this a couple of times before, but my likening is it's like it's like gymnastics yep. um, floor mat routine, mm. where the, the the floor's there, it's the same size, it's the same shape, it's the same um, same for same level consistency level for everybody. So the person that nails their routine the highest wins the gold medal. With the with the the surfing it goes on here, you know what you can do on that mm. wave, and it's the, how you control your nerves because you know it's going to barrel in that spot. You know there's going to be a section here, a section there. Yeah. It's up to you to do it. And last year's event proved that. Even Kelly was falling off, yeah, and, and getting buried and pushing too hard on nervous. So if if you're the and some of the airs that they can pull, the barrels they can pull, you can get caught behind. You can yeah. get the barrel of your life. So I think personally, I think it's a, it levels it out. And then it comes down pure, pure um, athlete skill and and how you handle the nerves and the pressure. So if you're in the semi-final and you blow your left and you've got to perform on the right and get a high score, yeah, there's lots more pressure on there for sure. But at least if you're there, if if you're chasing that score and you, the ocean goes flat and you can't, you yeah. know, every athlete gets an opportunity yeah. to put the the scores on. So it comes down sure. to who performs the best. Yeah. Yeah, so. No interference, no priorities. Well, I think I posted um, on Facebook. Uh, might have been the final for the yeah. for Tahiti, and I said maybe they just got to toss a coin at the start of a heat because I got sick and tired of uh, of Mandina and, and Owen paddling around in circles trying to get the inside oh, mark. Yeah, inside oh mark. man, that's <clears throat> that just does my head in. I can't. I think 
If you're getting the heat, toss a coin, right yeah. out your first priority, take all that crap out. Because we don't want people paddling 400 metres up the point to get the inside mark <laughs> when the when the button, you know what I mean? It's like it's, an MR then, heat with yeah, uh, Michael, with Peterson. Michael Peterson, yeah. They paddled that far up and got <clears> sort of wedged on the point. Yeah. No, I've seen it happen a few times, especially with a couple of surfers on there that just love that inside and won't give it up. And mm. I've seen them at Jeffrey's Bay paddle right up the, bay, up, the, up the point so far. They haven't had a wave break there all day. And the commentators are actually going, what are they doing up there? And, yeah. I, and I just think, you know, if, if we're going to have a priority system and there's going to be Paint, a free-for-all yeah. at the start, toss a coin. You've I, got I've got a good idea. Paint one side of the fin red, one side blue, throw it up in the air, whichever way it lands, that person gets Yeah, well, there, there you go. Yeah, Make use of the tools you've yeah, got. Go. Yeah. But I reckon that's my two cents worth for, yeah, yeah. for priority. Um, I'm tired of watching surfers paddling around and, and jockeying and that sort of stuff. Get so how get did, you, did you watch round three, I think it was round three or round four, where they did the double bank, like, you know, they did the double bank. Mm. So they had the two heats run at the same time. Yeah. People in the heat with the less time have got the priority over yeah. the people who've just come in off of the into the heat that works in some spots i didn't think it was a, a go i didn't like 80, it there when because you, yeah. it's a fairly short ride and a fairly mm. tight takeoff area there's not many spares coming through especially no. with this no. with the, the the swell we had this time because the, the there was two men in the heat struggling to get it to get the waves on their own without having four in, 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 the, yeah, in the lineup so interesting yeah yeah no i think um the double heat format can work on a bigger bigger lineup like snapper or or they've yeah. done it at pipe a few times but pipe's got the left and the right but yeah, just to right. be the same cloud breaks probably a longer wave you could maybe it is do yeah. it at, do it at cloud breaking restaurants <coughs> if we ever get that back on the on the no, tour, that'd be nice wouldn't it i don't think i don't think it works at, at, at tahiti maybe they need a longer waiting period for tahiti maybe they need to yeah, stretch out so. three weeks yeah um anyway i think i, I think you're right I think a longer waiting period would be good because, as I said, day one was mushy. It was oh. just crumbling, and yeah, I, I, turned, I turned it, it on. I went, oh yeah. Jesus, yeah. really? We're running a running in this. Yeah, whoever made the call, I just yeah, no, that was. I guess they had a, a tight window; they could see what was coming. Yeah. But then the, the the final day was epic. What oh, was the finals, day? What was the yeah. day after the final day? Did, how far in the waiting waiting period did we have to wait? Maybe they could have. Well, uh, well, that the. When I was looking at the Instagram and I had the John John clip mm. that he was at Chopu the day after, that looked pretty good. Yeah. It was a good solid size. Um, yeah. Like the final on the semis and that, they were all pretty good. Mm. But yeah, you know, you're right. It's, um, there was a couple of days there that were, were pretty sketchy. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, it was anyway. pretty horrible. Anyway, good to see yeah. Owen Wright get the win. Oh, absolutely. Um, pretty, absolutely wrapped for him. Um, good points. Good points. Get some up the rankings. Any time you win an event's going to be good, but a uh, bit of payback as well. Uh, he's lost a few to Medina in the past there. Absolutely. So, you know, it's um, that rivalry. That we need that rivalry. We yeah. need we need yeah. two surfers that have had a neck and neck or a, a plus yep. and up and down and fighting totally. it out, just like the old days with Shane Naran and, and MR yeah. and MP <laughs> and all that sort of stuff. Tom and Rabbit. Carol, Tom Curran. There, yeah, that's um, Oki and Tom Curran. Yeah, you want the rivalries. We yeah. don't. As I said, I think I think might, might have been MR said it a while ago about um, he's he's tired of the, of everyone being best mates on the tour. He wants it to go back to the old days where people actually wanted to paddle over each other and kill each other to win the heat. That's MR yeah. to he would paddle over his mum to get a wave if he had to. Yeah, so I remember when um, Andy Irons and Slater were going head to head. That was a rivalry that surfing had been lacking for a few years, and that was awesome. Some of their finals that they had. 
they they just lifted their performances and they were some of the best finals you'll ever see if you get a yeah. chance. Did you ever end up watching that Andy Irons kiss by God? Yeah, that was a, amazing, a, isn't it? Amazing story. Yeah, it's hard to hard not to cry. Yeah, it's oh, hard to watch, but hard um, to watch for sure. You just but, saw uh, this brilliance yeah. in him. That, that can happen. And then one, now, heat, one heat broke his like one heat Tyler mm. broke his confidence and mm. sent him into a spiral. That yeah, just, that's the, a tragic. A lot of things going on there. Obviously, his bipolar, the, the mm. mental side of things, as well as the and unfortunately, a lot of people that have um, uh, issues with the with the with that sort of side. That the drugs are a, a crutch. They self medicate. They don't yeah. seek help yeah. and. So yeah, that's that's just testimony. Well, it's hard for a lot of people to talk about. So. Yeah, yeah, not an easy subject to broach. No, definitely not. Sure, but, yeah. <clears throat> but talking about wave pools, now I was on, obviously I was on Instagram a lot, too much, as <laughs> <laughs> some people say. Yeah. Uh, surf lakes in Yapoon fired up again. Yeah, Did I was you excited see to see that. And double in size. Double in size. Um, Oki and his son yeah, split Jay. the peak and both fell off on their first wave, which I thought. <laughs> That for the for the average Joe out there, there's hope for us all. <laughs> yeah, now, so this this pool too won't really be surfed. It's a prototype yeah, to sell it yeah. to other people, which is yeah. strange. But why wouldn't you? If you got it, why wouldn't you run it? Like, geez. well, they could say the same thing about the ranch. That was a right. prototype, but it's turned yeah. into a, a venue. So they could build a venue around it. True. You know, you put in some accommodation yeah. and uh, get like it the, going. There's a, there's a zoo in Dubbo. Absolutely. People go out there, <laughs> so it doesn't have, doesn't matter where it's built, and people will go. Not a lot to go to Dover for, but the zoo's definitely one. <laughs> now, this is it's something interesting. One of my mates, Surfer Steve, shout out to you. Um, his missus was down on the beach at Merrow the other day and saw MR with his new the collaboration with the Soft Tops. Yeah, yeah. He had uh, two of <clears> each down there. Yep. Uh, so she got a couple of photos of those horses. Yeah, past, and but, I uh, uh, jumped on that, and I gave Steve <coughs> Bob probably should have yeah given given his wife the shout out, but yeah, I definitely yeah. borrowed that uh, photo because uh, uh, up in um, early October, so the tenth of October, we've got a, a slimes event coming up. It's with uh, um, some board launches, so MR is going to be there. He's yeah, got a, he's yeah. got a, um, a new summer board that he's he's going to launch. <coughs> and Where is that? Yeah, yeah, and cool. he's going to have the two, uh, the two twenties that he's tops. done through Ocean yep. and Earth. So one is just a, like a traditional easy rider, full soft board. So yep. basically, the ones that you, you know that we the, the kids use. The, the other one's a little bit uh, more upend. So it's like a stiffer construction and probably in almost like a hard board, but with a yeah. soft top over the top. So yeah. the so I've had a look at both. Um, Hop from Ocean Earth dropped by here at my place and, and showed me them both. I've got a couple on order. I haven't got them yet. I'm chasing them up because I saw them drop. Yeah, yeah. Excuse me in the shop. So I want to because I want to have a couple <clears throat> so people can try them and then go into slimes and get them. <coughs> That'd be fun to go for a ride on one of those. I can't we wait. We should have a yeah. surf day where, wait, we, uh, yeah. where we do that. Yeah. Well, I'll be chasing hop up. But um, yeah, that night's going to be the 10th of uh, October. So second week cool. of school holidays, a few days after a long weekend from about five till about eight. Um, few um, things happening there. One, I haven't really got the hundred percent confirmed confirmed attending, but we've definitely got Darren Handley, oh, Jason cool. Stevens coming yep. down. Uh, MR is definitely going to be there. Yep. Oki is like ninety nine point nine percent going to be there, and we're just chasing one other former world champ. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we haven't quite locked him in yet. 
um, but we're working on it. So there could be an opportunity where you'll have three of the best shapers around, Same. Yeah. plus three world champions, former world champions. So that's going to be an epic night. That'd be huge. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be back for overseas. Yeah. And I'll be and I'll be I'm in there <coughs> having my fifteenth um, anniversary celebration there yeah, as well. Yeah, but I'm only, I'm, only, I'm, only a, I'm the sideshow. Yeah, but just just sneak in there and put a few things. Oh up no, no, I'm not sneaking in there at all. <laughs> I, 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 they, they let me set up a stall. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I was. Well, that could be an either. interesting it's occasion going to, be a great night. to maybe do a broadcast. Well, we'd have to talk to Greeny yeah, and, and yeah. Tim, but uh, maybe we could do we'll some um, some interviews. Yeah, we we'll definitely do some interviews. Definitely bring a bring our phones in, and we'll yeah. we'll have a chat. We might. Um, uh, have they filmed them in the past? I think they have filmed it in the past. Okay. We'll have to find out. But like I said we're, we're still fine tuning a lot of the stuff, but it is yeah, definitely locked in. For, for those two sh- two shapers plus MR yeah. surfer shaper and uh, Oki and we're just working on one other guy and uh, he knows who he is so we'll hopefully, yeah. hopefully he comes along so hopefully. Darren Darren Handley make sure yeah. you talk to the, the bloke you know we're talking about but yeah. well, I, won't, no. I hope well I, I hope, hope he so. does come now speaking of MR yep um, the collaboration he's done with uh, Lost on these twin fin mm-hmm. they look really good. Yeah, the the California yeah. twin. Yeah, that's Matt Biolis and yeah. uh, an MR with a, a, a hybrid board, basically. Yeah. Seen a few of those between, look, the, between the two. They look yeah. good. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm really impressed. With I haven't them. had a actually haven't had a ride of one yet. I'm trying to get my hands on one, but uh, yeah. Yeah, have you you been on social media this morning or not a lot? Not no. a lot? Okay, so Surfer have dropped a, a teaser, Surfer magazine. A film about MR and the twin fin. Oh, I have seen that in, in, the, in, yeah. the, in the um in a few uh, things. Yeah, that it was uh, looks good. I think I read the art. There was an article in there about it. I was reading yeah. that on, on on Surfer, and it's when's it come out? That it, uh, I'm not sure. Not sure, sure, but something we might have to yeah. ask uh, MR about because um, yeah, that'd be really cool. Because there was an interview in Surfer <clears throat> magazine. Was it Sean Doherty that, that, did, that did that interview? Because I was reading it yeah, like, the weekend. Probably. And it just goes through, um, obviously, the, where MR's twin came along and the, and the history behind it mm. and that sort of stuff. And uh, that's, that'd be good. That'd be good to, to see because you don't invent, you don't reinvent or, for, or, or reinvent. improve, yeah. improve a, well, no one had done it before. Like it, it was in the interview, they talk about it, um, the, the early twins mm. were short and fat yeah. with the with the fins really close to the tail it had a squared beveled tail yeah, yeah. i shaped one so they were a bit bit crazy um, i've actually shaped one you could it's yeah it's wide thick it looks ugly they it's weren't the got, prettiest uh, of boards they, sure. they're not pretty at all yeah. they're not pretty but um yeah i shaped one and um it, look it goes all right mm. it's big thick it's like six foot 22 wide it's yeah. like two and three quarter thick so it's just chunky mm. but it actually goes all right it's actually fairly loose yeah a lot of volume in the nose because of the fat nose but they actually they went all right yeah and then obviously he's refined it oh the, the, well reading the article at the weekend was um was really cool because obviously i have heard the stories of yeah. how it invented before yeah. but every time interview mark or any other mm. guy about things they always pick up a new slant on stuff yeah. and he was saying that reno abalera had um a 20 it was around 75 76 yeah, i think it, it was a surfer and it was a surfer bout yeah. and it was back when they had 
the more waves you caught and the more maneuvers you caught, yes. the more points you got. So Reno was on this little little twenty, but it had a swallow tail, which was and um, so Mark had a look at it. Reno was really um, helpful and gave yeah. him some dimension. So he went out and made him, and that was his famous bumblebee. Ah, oh, the bumblebee. The, one with the bumblebee yeah, on yeah. the bottom. Yeah. So that was the first one. Um, yeah. So I think he got. He might have won bells or or got finals in bells because he when with that board, but it still didn't breach the gap. So he yeah. couldn't write. He was he was struggling on the single fins in small waves, and it mm. worked well in the small waves. So what he wanted to do, which was talking about this in the article, was get a, a twin fin that would work in three to six foot. Yeah. Yep. So yep. in between. So he was over in Hawaii with Dick Brewer, and he was refining his surfing, uh, shaping skills with Dick. And he was talking about, Dick, like, I've got an idea. Yeah. And um, and Dick goes, well, what you've got to do is you've got to get the elements of both boards Ooh. and gel them together. Them together. And just like Simon Anderson with the thrusters, yep. Simon had the same thing. He, he was struggling with twin fins. Yeah. Couldn't get them to work for him personally. So he did it. And remember I'd said in the interview, I just happened to get it pretty much, got it, got right, it right the first, first time. time. But that's yeah. where the expertise <clears throat> comes in. So it does. Yeah, that was that was one of the takes that I got from that interview, but I can't wait for that. But yeah, it'd be great. It'd be really good, and it's it's the sort of thing. Not only shaped the own board, coloured his own board, mm. sanded, glassed his own board, yeah. and then rode it and won. Yeah, that's just like that's, that's still the, yeah. still one of the <clears throat> the best things uh, in surfing. And you'll never, I don't think you'll ever see it again. Now the other night I was watching, I was just on the WSL, so I was waiting for the Banker Pro to start. Yeah. And um, I actually was watching the New York Longboard Classic. And yeah. you don't take... I've been to New York probably five times, and you don't take it for having good surf. Oh, and out on, out on Long Beach. Yeah, Long Beach. Yeah, has great point. surf. Yeah. yeah. Um, the surf was really good. Mm. And um, Tully White from oh, in New South Wales, but she's Australian. She competes down here when they have the longboard contest. Mm. Tully White was doing really well. I know she won her heat. Mm. But she was surfing great, and... This is something different to watch. Yeah. Wasn't well, a few years ago they had um, a pro contest on the tour, the CT, they had a Long Island Yeah, well, that, that's, was that's that the one that, that, Kelly, that was. Kelly won? Uh, I'm not sure. Yeah, no, because I know Owen Wright um, and Kelly were in three finals or something in, in a row or something back then, and okay. I think Kelly won the, the, the New York Pro. Because <clears throat> I remember Kelly yeah, It used was, to be a contest, yeah. yeah. And Kelly yeah. was riding a quad and he had that little knob as a fifth thing to help stabilise his, his quad. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Big Glenn Winton X sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, locally, the new surfboard shop has opened up. Boardwork surfboards. Mainly sells a lot of second-hand boards. Now, uh, Gray that owns it. Um, looks got some great ideas. Great ideas. Really nice shop. What he does, if you buy a board... You can actually go there and you'll buy it back at half the price or if you buy a board you don't like it you come back and swap it mm. so really aiming to <clears throat> sort of cover the market with a lot of your tourists backpackers um, yeah. a lot of your local surfers that get caught out when you know when we had the big surf recently yeah he got the all these there, got yeah. all these big guns out and says anyone wants to come and borrow it you can just come and borrow it for a couple of days and yeah. just bring it back which is a, a really different way to do business but um, Something yeah, no, I, I had a chat with him um, a few weeks ago because uh, 
as soon as it, it, that that came through, I thought, well, there's a, mm. there's, that's a great opportunity, and yeah. we had a, we had a really good chat, and he and he told me that what the, the process he was gone. Yeah. So I've had a few university students through the surf school in the last uh, month, mm. obviously, and that's the first thing they do. They get a few lessons. They want to go and buy a board. Yeah. So um, it's and I've been saying this for many years that it's hard for uni students. They, have, they generally haven't got a huge amount of money to spend, yeah. and they need access to boards and. It's always hard to get second-hand boards, and then so, so have a, a shop that's full of them is a great idea. So yeah, yeah. No, I'm really stoked that we've got another another avenue because most surf shops will have a second-hand rack. <coughs> True. You go in there, people are like Mick Adam and I have said this for probably 15 years ever since I opened a surf school. I wish I had a shed full of seven six mini mouse <laughs> because that's what everyone wants. I almost, I almost do. Yeah, I almost do. <laughs> but, uh, that's the thing is. People go. Where can I get a second-hand learner board from? I've got well, three in the car now. That I've got you to can go and, and get one and find it in a rack. You're yeah. doing well because yeah. generally people have a small wave, a longy, yep. mid, mid mid-range yeah. or a big board, and they tend to hang on to them because yeah. you don't get them out very often well, unless you're riding yeah. longboards all the time. I've got two in the shed. I've got a nine-six and a seven-two MR big oh, fish. Yeah. So yeah. I basically got a couple of boards for for, for flatter days, mm. and the MR that I've got. I've had for I think it's five five years now. The one I prepared the nose on. Yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah, one that blew yeah. off the yeah, off yeah. the rack when I did. I took my <laughs> hand off it for a second and it blew yeah, off the, yeah. the roof racks. Yeah, that was it. And the only board that was left on was that one. If it went on the soft boards, it wouldn't have mattered a toss. But anyway, damn, I should have taken yeah. the template off that thing. <laughs> But no, yeah. definitely, definitely awesome. I'm glad that there's there's some options there for that. Yeah, and, and a different way of doing yeah, business, yeah. which is refreshing. Mm. So that was pretty cool. Um, I sent you a, a link this morning for. A I thing, had a look. Yes, yeah, so I, I haven't. Apologies for not doing a great deal of prep myself for this oh, podcast. Worry. I didn't we're, do much either. We're sitting in our um, in my kitchen right now that has absolutely been gutted. Yeah. And yeah. it's been an absolute construction zone in my house for two weeks. And you're um, at the headquarters of Newcastle Learn to Surf, and, <laughs> and it's looking like there's holes in the walls. There's <laughs> um, cladding in places. There's there's new ceiling things going in it's uh but it, it's we're gonna be good there. it's gonna be good it's gonna be good when it's done but uh so i sent you a clip on surf yeah, knobs sorry, i digress surf knobs yeah i i looked at this and i thought why i, I couldn't figure it <clears> out for a while why would you want them or need them like yeah like, and that's not liking surf knobs i just that was my first impression was why is <coughs> me and then i watched a clip of people using them and that you put them on your board like a suction pad yeah it's like a and it's a 3m tape so they mm. stick on oh, stick, stick yeah on, yep. so and you use them to for stability when you're getting up so yeah. you use your hands mm. and like on them and push up yeah so it gives you a consistent spot for your hands yeah so i thought learn to surf things that would be perfect definitely yeah, yeah. in your regime yeah one of the skill. tools that we, we well, i use when i'm coaching <clears throat> new surfers is hand positions vital yeah. um we often with our with our softboards, we've often I've I've got obviously dots of different lengths, yeah, and about um, shoulder height, chin height, from the toes on the just behind the tail of whatever length you've got. Yeah, I draw I put my wax line. Oh, your wax line. A yeah. wax line in yep. there, so that's basically where we teach. We go, you carry the board out by the nose because it's yep. safer. Yep. You can keep hold of the board better, and you've got more control when you turn around to catch your wave and climb on. Get your hands behind that line. Yep. Turn around, jump on. Your feet are in the right spot. So the knobs are on that on that track, 
and I do have situations where the beginners, and, and, and we often all do it, mm. where your hands will slip off the rails. I actually coach not to put your hands flat on the board. I actually ask, ask the, the, my crew and the beginners to wrap their fingers around and, and grip the board okay. like that. Yep. Because if you do come in a bit hot on a wave and you do start to nosedive, you, your hands won't slip if you've got, if you're holding onto <laughs> the rails. So, yeah, that, I can see it's some. It's got some merits for sure. Um, until but, I, I, I don't think it would work on a softboard though. Possibly not. No, enough three. Yeah, they're definitely glass. There, yeah. I mean, you could probably. Well, I've have have used uh, some handles on softboards in the past for yeah. generally for special needs um, days because. You know, oh yeah, the, yeah. So yeah. they can hold on, and when you're tanning them, something and in if they left as they they won't be able to get to their feet. You're just yeah. doing it so they can ride waves. The handles are really awesome for okay. that because they can hold on and keep a grip. Because um, if you know everyone's got various things that we need to, to work on there, but yeah, uh, was well, an interesting product. Interesting product, know. yeah. That's not that there's we did we like we we did the claw last pod. Yeah, you now you've used your claw. And I ordered three in because I could see straight away there's there's some things that I could use them for. Mainly, um, I've got some pretty wide softboards. Yeah. And a lot of them, the, the girls especially, pardon me, and the groms, they can't get their hands around them. Yeah, yeah. We teach the kids and the adults to double up. So we have a nose each and a tail each. Yep. But like everything, there's always one person that hasn't. We've got 13 in the class or five in the class or seven yeah. or eight. We haven't got an even number. <clears throat> so there's always someone there that's going to have to carry a board down. So I've got a couple of them extras. Mm. So I can just give it. They're super lightweight. You can, yeah. you can actually tie them to the back of your boot. Work really well. And I'm, oh, okay. I'm happy with them so far. If I had one criticism, yep. the the section that goes around the inside rail yep. when you hold onto it could probably be an inch an inch, inch higher. Yep. Um, but so far, everyone that's used it in the last week that I've been using them have been saying, "I like this." Oh, cool! Yeah, so, it, you said someone else was going to buy some. Yeah, one of my regulars, Richard. Um, um, he's got a big ten foot longboard that okay. when he comes out, we do we use some. Like more in, sort of intermediate lessons yeah. with him, and I said, "Have a go at this," because I know he's got a big board, and I yeah. picked it up and carried it myself, and it's 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 long and heavy like a ten foot is. And he grabbed it and went, oh, "I want three of these," because he goes to Noosa with his family. He's got two daughters, and that long walk from, oh, from yeah. around the yeah. point when you're surfing different points can really be a handy to help okay. you carry so the board. The so. claws, the claws, fair good. Yeah, happy with it. <coughs> cool. Uh, so get into the section now of what you what you've got coming up. Well, uh, I've got one thing coming up that I just yeah. just wanted to touch on. It's um, a, a a new uh, thing that's been, I think it's working in with Surface, but it's called mm-hmm. Host a Surfer. So we had a a day a couple of weeks ago. We had Philippa Anderson came along. She's one of the ambassadors. Yep, and um, we just did a quick photo shoot and I, I gave him a lend of a couple of boards to do it basically what it is it's setting up so that the elite surfers that come out um are, are billeted from a host family yeah. so obviously the two of the best most expensive things when you're on the circuit airfares accommodation, accommodation. so yep. it's basically around that sort of Especially situation yeah exactly and they're also using these uh, girls as mentors for other girls to encourage the other girls from the host Brilliant. families to get into surfing. So I think it's That's a great, awesome. great thing. So hostersurfer.com, a uh, local lady whose kids did some lessons with me in, yep. uh, a couple of years back. She's uh, started this program up, so it's a charity-based thing. 
Um, so yeah, if you get a chance, have a look at that. We got the Port Stephens Pro coming up. Yeah, in yeah. November. Yep, which would sure. be so that'd be handy for that. Yeah, because as I said in a previous photo, I when Surfest is on, I actually help some of the girls from South America with their accommodation, like Dominic Barona and <clears throat> uh, Melanie Guinter. I actually help them book their accommodation when yeah. they're over here. So it's because obviously you go to a place that you you don't know that well. You're trying to rely on Airbnb yeah. or different websites, and can get pretty expensive. Mm. Um, so that, I think it's a great idea. Yeah, so I can remember. He might have been Rabbit Bartholomew, was, uh, Christian McCall, local guy, mm. um, Mick McCall's son from Catherine Hill Bay, was on the was on the WQS, and um, it was Rabbit that said something about it that they he, he was he was sleeping in a tent behind the dunes of the contest. Oh, he, yeah. he was that, he, he was yeah. that broke, and he, someone saw him and said, "Quick, come on, get him, get him a, at least a, a bit of floor in your room to sleep on." The yeah. poor guy's in a tent, so that's how how things can go. But, Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I know a lot of the girls of the South American girls, they all put in together and they'll have four or five in a place. Yeah, yeah. I think they all have travel buddies and things. Yeah. But, um, I mean, my place is a, is a construction zone right now, but <laughs> I actually have got a spare room. Yeah. Um, that, I'm, that once we get all this together, it might not be before the, the November, but yeah. I was actually thinking the same thing as soon as, um, I think it's Karen, the lady that I was talking to. Sorry if, I, if I've got your name wrong, but um, I saw it straight away. There's a... I, I might get involved in that. It's, yeah, it's um, pretty cool. You know, I've got two daughters myself. I've got yeah. a, my, my oldest daughter is nearly eighteen, and she's a surf coach with me in the surf school. So it'd be um, so. There's not it'd be a, a good place for a good, a good thing to do. Help some people out. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> what have I got? I got. Well, I went to the glasses this morning and picked up three new seven foot mini males that I've had glass. So. I think we're going to go outside and take some photos. And yeah, I'm going to be sanding for the rest of the day. Mm. So I'll have the. I'll be looking like a snowman by <laughs> five o'clock this afternoon. Just like this house was about a few oh, days yeah, ago. Absolutely. It's <laughs> anyone who you know they say surfboard shaping is very glamorous. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it, it is it, to yeah, a degree. Yeah. The sanding of a surfboard. The, the sanding of a surfboard is not glamorous. Yeah. It never will be. So and it's and underrated I, too. It is. a good sander can make a board perfect. A bad sander can wreck a board. Yeah, so. yeah. Because you can you can you feel little mistakes in the rail and you can actually fix them mm. with the the sanding and. I like to use the sander on the deck and the bottom, but mm. the the rails I tend to hand sand. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I get a better feel of yeah, the shape of the yeah. rail, uh, and I make sure it's sure. consistent. Mm. And sometimes when you've been shaping, it's and your hand shape, it's not consistent, mm. but you can fix it with that. Mm. So that's going to be my afternoon, and then Friday I fly out to New Zealand Bong and Nice. Is that the same place you went last year? Yeah, just yeah, off Bali. You go there a lot, don't you? So I'm planning a trip myself if i if i oh, can next next may i'm sort of looking in um and just get after anzac day we're looking at maybe early may so we have to we'll have to get to get heads together and oh, sort that out it's a great so, spot yeah as i said if anyone who goes to bali and doesn't like a lot of drunk australians new zealand bongan's a great spot that's mm. more family orientated <clears throat> there's no nightclubs there's uh, not many shops yeah. So it's it's not people trying to sell you stuff on the street. Yeah. It's in, you know nice and quiet of a night because most of the restaurants, which mm. 
they're sort of bars, restaurants, close about 9.30. And uh, lots of waves there. Yeah, well, you've got, you've got four breaks. The, <coughs> the main one off the front is what they call playgrounds. Mm-hmm. And then you've got one called lacerations. Mm-hmm. Now, lacerations is not as bad as it sounds because they actually have surf schools out there. Yeah. So yeah. lacerations is actually quite a good little uh, so, right-hand break. Nice. And then shipwrecks is a bit more sort of high-performance yeah, where you so playgrounds, possibly that, get your ass handed Remember that you. movie Playgrounds in Paradise? Was that where it was based? I can't remember. Oh, I don't think so. No. no. And then the other one? Um, what was the other? Wizards of the Water. Wizards of the Water. Back in the day because they went out... Um, and, and explored oh, some different be. places. I have to check. It. <coughs> Excuse me. It's I'll been have to a while, watch it. but uh, yeah, I'm sure they had a wave. Jim Banks was on that one. Um, uh, Chappie Jennings, and they okay. had, I'm pretty sure they they and they named a Chappie's left or something yeah. like. They found a left hander out there. But, well, um, playgrounds is a little A-frame left mm, and right hander. The yeah. the right hander is a bit shorter, steeper, mm. whereas the left hander is a bit longer, probably mm. a bit more sort of. Yeah, a bit easier to ride. Yeah. Um, and then there's a left on the next island, Noosa Chenigan, called Chenigan Lefts, which mm. is really good because there's a little restaurant and yeah. there's a r- cliff diving, jumping spot. Oh, yeah. It's not a high spot, but it's cliff mm. jumping and it's uh, right next to it. And basically, you sit up above the break and it's a restaurant mm. so you can have food and it's pretty sort of chill. But yeah. uh, looking forward to the 25, 26 degree water. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I surfed. <laughs> I didn't surf yesterday. I I, yeah. I had a, I was I played a, a hockey Saturday night, a late one, nine yeah. fifteen, and I'd had a busy week. Yeah. And I and it was dead flat Saturday, and I perfect conditions for the for my my class, which we don't get very often because we're struggling with the lack of banks at Stockton and Blacksmiths. There's no banks. There is basically no beach. <laughs> That's the big problem. Yeah. Um, we might have a section on that I next, think we'll, next. Yeah, next episode because I've got ideas on that. Yeah, but. Um, but um, so I did a bit of longboarding with uh, after the class. I, I was already in my, yeah. my weddy and there was a really fun little runner at, at caves off the lifeguard tower that we were using. So I just jumped on one of the softies, big nine oh, nice. and yeah. and, uh, and rode a few. And uh, yeah, so cool. it was good fun, yeah. But the water, my point I was getting was the water was nice. I was yeah. in a three two and I wasn't, it was, it was toasty. Yeah, there was a strong good. westerly. Um, it's, uh, it's been a, been a, it was just a good day, but then today... <laughs> oh, yeah, the wind's kicked up. It's, it's a bit chillier. It's picking up, and it's 8-foot plus, and the forecast is supposed to be getting up to 12-foot plus. So <coughs> might oh, touch right. on that. So there's a the, the daycare centre at Stockton that's under under threat. Yep. This new swell, they put some sandbags in, sandbags. in over the weekend. Quite frankly, it. they might as well have just... Well, what they should have done, the sandbags, that they, they weighed about a tonne. I remember seeing it on NBN Friday mm. night. They'd have been better off getting the dredger in and putting them 150 metres out to sea or 100 plus metres out to sea and pop, dropping them on the bottom. Yeah. Because if they want to stop that sand getting stripped away on the shore, they've got to get the waves breaking 100 metres <clears throat> offshore. That's the yeah. only way you're going to solve this issue. Yep. One of the issues, one of the ways you're going to solve it. But up in um, at, uh, Blacksmiths from Manila Street back towards a surf club, that's already been eaten out two weeks ago. Those those last week. I put them yeah, up today. And so there's another section of beach there getting absolutely smashed because the same thing. There's no mm. offshore sandbanks. The waves are breaking on the shore. Force, They're going to yeah. eat into the bank, into the dunes, and the dunes all are there to help stabilise. Mm. Everyone's got their theory on them, but quite <laughs> frankly, they do. Um, if there's no sand off the beach and there's a big steep wall in front of it, they're just going to slam into that wall, 
It's going to strip the beach behind on the yep. way back out. That's true. And that dune will just get closer and closer and closer to whatever the infrastructure is there. To, and then they hit panic stations. And then, they, and then you have a situation <laughs> like Stocko where they built the seawall many years ago. Worst thing you could possibly do. If you want to protect the beach, the seawall is protecting everything back behind the seawall. They don't protecting the beach. There is no, no beach now no. at Stockton. And it's tragic and I'm fed up with it. And I think Tim Crackenthorpe is pretty fed up with it too because he's been mm. lobbying for a long time. Yasmin McCall out here in Swansea has been lobbying at all. We really need... It's too, It's 10 years too late. We've known about this for a while. It's oh, time yeah. to act. It, that, that it's... I saw the vision on the news and I was like, because I, I, that's where I learned to surf. Me too. Stockton. I, yeah. I learned to surf Stockton and Black Hills, yeah. And I was shocked. Yeah. Just by the erosion there and the way that, you know, they've had to, they've had to close a business, which was the old North Stockton Surf Club yeah, many, exactly. many years yeah. ago. Yeah. And they've had to close a business because of, of this erosion. Yeah. And it's getting worse. And mm. we'll look at some ways. We'll talk, yeah, we'll talk about it next, um, yeah. Yeah. next episode, but... There's, there's definitely some solutions. Yeah. So if you're on Facebook, uh, yeah. there's a Facebook page, Save Stockton, yeah. and a Facebook page, Bring Blacksmiths Back. So that's some local, local community issues. people, yeah. um, surfers, um, residents and things from both locations. And Simmer Jones is one of the guys I've been uh, chatting to over at Stockton. Um, we got Blacksmiths listed on the Endangered Wave list with Surf, Surf, the Surf Rider Foundation, yep. and Simmer came down for that. So we've been liaising between the two. I've been in touch with Tim. Crackenthorpe as well, um, Jody McKay previously. So, unfortunately, it's going to cost some money to, to do something, but it's going to cost it, money. It's going to cost money. But when you have a, a business, now I think this could be all the times we've gone in and talked to politicians about this, but when you've got a daycare centre that's had to shut, yeah. Um, and I'll tell you what, if, if controversial, but if, any, if I see someone else put a post up on Safe Stockton site and says, you built near the ocean, it's your own fault. <laughs> the ocean was 300 metres away it when was. that place was built, it pal. Was. So don't come and tell me this <laughs> stuff. It Monday's bloody expert. Sorry, and I'm getting a bit And there was cranky. like June and oh, Saltbush and everything well in front of that. It was 150 metres worth of <coughs> beach before you hit the surf yeah. in the 80s when I went over there. So, yeah, no. It's more going on there than just nature having it, ripping stuff out. There's a lot of issues going on there, but... It's like the shark thing. Don't go in the water because it's no. their backyard. It's our backyard as well. We want our waves back. We want our beach back. Well, yeah, I'm going to look for solutions. I'm going to look Rand for over. solutions. I've got a couple of ideas, but for next episode, I'm going to yeah. look for solutions. How do we stop this erosion? Yeah. There is ideas. There is cool. ideas. Yeah, so I'm off Friday. New Salimbongan. Two weeks. Plenty Take of waves. Escaping the renovation hell. 26 <laughs> degree water. 28 degrees every day, yeah. 24 degrees every night. Good o. Many cold bintangs. Lovely. Yeah, it's enjoy. So. Have fun. Uh, that's pretty much a wrap from us. Anything yeah. else? Not me, don't nah, my yeah. rant. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was a good rant. It yeah. was a good rant. And it is important. Beach erosion is... Yeah. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Beach erosion is a really um, important subject. And it's not just here. It's around Jimmy's the world, beach, really. Um, yeah. It's happened up the Gold Coast. Yep. I've got a lot of things. I've got a... A pile oh, of info, so yeah. we, we might devote a bit of that too. Um, and I might have something else to, t- to chat because I'm chatting with Nick Carroll at the moment, so oh, cool. getting some help on Coast to Watch. Yeah, it'd be good. So we'll see how we go with that. All right, I guess that's a wrap for episode five. Uh, we're going to be back in episode six in a couple of weeks, and we'll be talking about the wave pool, I'd wave say, pool. because that event will have been run and done. Starts, yeah. uh, 
starts on the 19th, I think, so yeah, it's 10 days away. 10 days away. So we'll either be back just on it or after it. So sure. and it's going to make a big difference to the world title race as well. Sure. So, uh, okay, guys, we'll catch us later. See ya. See ya.